שלום לכולם, גוטן מויד, ומועדים לשמחה. As we know, we're in Chag HaSukos, and I want to share with you an idea that we can hopefully take with us throughout the year. Question number one is, what's so unique about Sukkah that it says that Sukkah has a special hole in the Skedusha to it? The Gemara in Sukkah says, Keshem shechal shem shamayim ala chagiga, kach chal shem shamayim ala sukkah. Which means, just like there's a sacrifice that we, we do that's called korban chagiga, so, and it has special kedusha holiness to it, so too, the mitzvah of sukkah has the same holiest, holiness to it. As well, there's a midrash that says that whoever is zoiche, merits to be mekayim, the mitzvah of sukkah, he is a partner with the Kaddish Bulhu in the creation of the world. What's so unique about Sukkah that has this impact? Says Rabmir Simcha in his Perush on the Torah called Meshech Chochma, he says there is two main classification of mitzvahs. One is within nature. It makes sense according to nature, to, to our nature, to, to, to perform such a mitzvah. And by doing this mitzvah, Hashem's, in Hashem's infinite wisdom, He gave us these mitzvahs because by performing these mitzvahs, we purify the world. When we, we upgrade the world to, be, to become more spiritual, we fix mitak in the world. And there's another type of mitzvah that we go out of our way against our natural tendencies, against Teva, against na- nature, against our natural tendencies, and we still do something because Hashem commanded us to do it. By doing that, we purify ourselves on a spiritual level and we're metakin ourselves. We disconnect from the physical aspects that we have and we connect to the spiritual aspects. The Rambam says that that's exactly the whole idea of the mitzvah. The mitzvah is coming to be metakin ourselves and metzalef ourselves. Metzalef means you get rid of all the psolas, all the garbage that's connected to something like you have, let's say, gold with all kinds of junk together. So you filter it out and you just are left with the gold. That's what the mitzvahs do to us. With that, says Reb Meir Simcha, that the difference between sukkah and, a different, and any other mitzvah, for example, al-ba'as aminim, that we also have on sukkahs, is the following. Al-ba'as aminim is a, is a mitzvah that is, it's only natural that we do it. Why? Because it's, a, as we know, Chag HaSukkot is also called Chag HaSif, which means it's the, it's the holiday, it's the time of period in the year that we gather everything into the house. We worked really hard in the fields and now all the crops are coming home. So everyone's really happy. So we want, in order to, in order to rejoice in front of Hashem and say thank you to Hashem, v'samachtem lifnei Hashem elokechem, how do we do it? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinite wisdom told us to do it by taking these four species, and with them, we are moidet HaKadosh Buhu and we're thinking Hashem, and we're happy. That's natural, makes sense. It's within Teva, within science, it makes sense that this is how we should do it. And by doing this mitzvah, Hashem decided it's enough to take these four species, they represent all the crops, and by that, we're metakin the oilam over here. But, there's another mitzvah, the mitzvah of sukkah, that's already beyond our natural tendencies. Why? Because a person worked so hard, he knows bringing in from the field all the crops. He just wants to be in his home. Leave me alone, let me be in my home now, my own shelter, my home. I worked so hard. But no, Hashem says, Dafka now, I, I want you to go out of your natural tendency and be in the sukkah outside, a temporary dwelling where we know is on purpose. We have Ibu Hashanah, 
and on purpose, on purpose we want to have it in such a fashion that it may rain, and, and indeed it did rain several days this, this year in Eretz Yisrael. And the Kodesh wants to do that because that's a mitzvah that we're fixing ourselves. We're elevating ourselves to become more spiritual. Now, the most important thing to understand is that HaKadosh Baruch when He created the world, the Midrash said, the Midrash says, that HaKadosh Baruch was mis'ave to have a dira batachtoinim. He yearned to have a dwelling in this, in, in our olam, in our world over here, down on earth. In order to have that, HaKadosh Baruch said in motion that it's when we do a maise, we do an act, that with our action over here, down here, we go beyond our natural tendencies, that proves that Hashem is the Creator. And that is how we make a dwelling, so to speak, for Hashem over here with us. Avaliyahu Gapian says that it says, Hashemaim Shemaim Lashem, which means the sky, the, the, the heavens speak out that Hashem is the Creator. But Aaretz Natan Livnei Adam. But the land Hashem gave to us, meaning Hashemayim is saprim kevoido, it says, Hashemayim speak out that HaKadosh Buch is in charge, but the Aretz over here, land where we live, Hashem said it's up to us, to our actions, to prove that Hashem is over here. And that is how we bring Hashem to be down here. That's what Hashem yearns for, and that's why He created the world. And that only comes through, says Rav Eliyahu Lapian, when we go out of our natural tendencies to do something because Hashem commands us, even though it's totally against any natural reasoning. And that's exactly why, with this, he also answers the following question, what's the difference between Mount Sinai, Hal Sinai, that after HaKadosh Baruch gave the Torah, the Shekhinah was no longer there, no Kedusha to that Hal Sinai anymore, as opposed to where the base of Mikdash will be built to Milt Hashem, and where it was built in Halamoria, that the Kedusha is still there, because in Halamoria we did an action. Who? Avram and Yitzchak, the sacrificing of Yitzchak to Hashem, or wanting to, that in itself was so beyond nature, it's without reasoning, and the Avram and Yitzchak did it just because Hashem said to do it, that put the Shekhinah, the holiness, over there forever. As opposed to Hal Sinai, we didn't do anything. It's just Hashem came and gave us the Torah. With this, we already can understand everything. Sukkah is a mitzvah we do. We go our way to create the sukkah. And if you look in the psukim, it seems like it screams out that we should also build the sukkah, not just live in the sukkah. It's intrinsically part of the mitzvah. That's what the Natsiv says in Emek Adavar. Why? Because we're doing an action and through us sitting and living in the sukkah, despite the fact that it doesn't make sense, that brings Hashem to be with us, and that's what Hashem yearns for. Mimele, two of the questions are answered. There's a special holiness involved with mitzvah sukkah, as opposed to, for example, the four species that we take. That's already, we didn't do any action, and naturally speaking, that makes sense. We're happy in front of Hashem, thanking Him for all the crops we have. And so too, we're partners with Hashem in creation of the world. Why? Hashem created the world so that He can dwell in this land. But how does He dwell in this land? Only through our actions, that we bring the Kedusha, the wholeness over here. I'd like to end with two ideas, that two close friends of mine told me these ideas, totally different, but they're the same idea. One is the following. I live in Ramat Pechemish, as you know, and someone young, around my age, I guess I could say that's young, relatively speaking, passed away, and... I didn't really know this person, I didn't go to the funeral, but my friend that went, he said, I looked around me, everyone was crying because it was a sad, it was a sad thing to see that a young person passed away, suddenly, but 
I'm thinking to myself, this friend of mine said to me, I look around, I look right, I look left, and I think to myself, in 50 years from now, no one will be here anymore in this world. So it's true, it's sad, but at the end of the day, it's just a matter of which station you're coming off. When you go on a bus stop, in a bu- on a bus, who, who cares really if it's this stop or the next stop? Relatively speaking, we're all going to go at some point. That was story number one. Story number two, another close friend of mine told me that he saw a clip of this person that was interviewed, and he did the following calculation, the following cheshman. He said, okay, I'm so-and-so years old, whatever it was, 45 years old, and according to the average lifespan of a person, I have till 75, I have so many hours I'm going to sleep, so many hours I'm going to be in the washroom, I ended up having only, whatever it is, 300,000 hours. Now what? I'm doing all these projects, that means that, for money, that means that I'm putting a price tag on my hour. That's ridiculous. And why do I do it? So that I can live in a certain house and with certain conditions. And based on this chain of thought, and this person is totally not Jewish, but based on this thought, he decided that he's going to live on a yacht. Although it sounds expensive, it's a lot cheaper. You pay a lot more on the ongoing costs. And this way I can do with my time whatever I want to do. And I'm not a slave and subjected to, to my work. And my friend was telling me that it really affected him, and he's right. Both these stories are showing us the train of thought, what life is all about. How many hours do we have left to live? If we think like that, and we realize from this whole idea of, of sukkah, the whole idea is to do something that's beyond our natural tendencies in order to bring the dwelling of the Shekhinah, of the holiness, over here. That's what life is all about. It's not just sukkah. We should think carefully. It's true that a person might have the natural tendency to work and make more money. But then if you think about it, what is life all about? It's all about getting closer to Hashem, bringing the Shekhinah here, doing Torah and mitzvahs and chesed, and iratzon that will take out from this holy mitzvah of sukkah how to get closer to Hashem and bring the Shekhinah and be zoiche to be a partner with HaKadosh Bochu in Maisen Bereshis. Good Shabbos and good Yom Tov.